<laughs> a lot of pressure, man. Yeah, it is. Evil. The evil. Not our real names. Nailed it. Hey, welcome to A Little Independent, <laughs> the podcast where two friends talk about independent, obscure, or just plain weird movies. My name's Ryan. And I'm Todd. Hi, Todd. Hi, Ryan. How are you? I am great. Don't ask me how I am, because if you ask me how I am, I may tell you. And it would be it longer would than the bum podcast. Bum out the listeners. No, no, no. Just bum out the listeners. But how are you? Truly. <laughs> Not kidding. Doing well. Excited to be here. Yes. In this this genre of your <laughs> wheelhouse <laughs> well, that you this keep is, this, pulling me back into. This is this is a big week. This is a big week. We talked about this uh, yeah. yesterday because we hatched an idea for a bonus episode, which I'm really excited about. And... This is the week that Fast Nine comes out. This is a time to celebrate. And, and how are you watching it? This Ryan? is a time. This is the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> For Father's Day, uh, my wife um, has rented a theater. So on Saturday, I will be seeing Fast Nine with uh, my family in my own theater. I will be witnessing probably the greatest movie in cinema history. On the, Saturday, the the entire theater, whole theater is is all yours. So you can you can talk on your phone. No, you can throw oh, if popcorn. Anybody talks, I'm going to disown them from. No, my family. I mean, no, no, it doesn't matter. Can throw you out. I'm anchoring this in a place and time. Uh, yeah, this this episode will come out, and Fast Nine will already have been have won the Best Picture of the Year. Uh, Vin Diesel finally will have gotten Best Actor. Um, and I will have had the greatest day of my life. And I still won't have watched it. You won't. And, and I know we differ on that. And I love you anyway, man. I really do. You're wrong. I You're know. a thousand percent wrong. But You're wrong. And Biatch. I, I <laughs> Nice tie-in. And I haven't had a chance to celebrate the series enough this week. Like, we should have watched them all. So for family movie night tomorrow, I think we're going to try to, like, get mm-hmm. in three of them. Um, to get ready, but I'm super psyched about that. But I picked, um, so this uh, movie was my pick, and I feel like we've been kind of safe and on the same page for a little bit. Like Creep, I didn't know that you'd like, but I thought you'd be in for the ride. Um, But I thought maybe I'd mix it up a little bit and make for good podcasting and throw a movie into your wheelhouse that is not in your wheelhouse. Yeah, I, you know, I, Time to time, I'll watch these, you know, the the, the campy horror comedies because they're fun sometimes, you know. And, and, and I've been and, talking about this movie for a long time. You and have. You roll your eyes, deservingly so, based on what we know about one another. And I thought this would be a fun way to mix it up. But I'm looking at you and I'm thinking maybe you had a good time with this. Oh, yeah. You yeah. did? Oh, man. Uh, any? Well, you know I'm always on board with, you know, independent filmmakers, no yeah. matter what. I mean, it's... It takes so much to accomplish the film, and you know, and they had fun with it for sure. Yeah, that's true. And so it, our, it was it was a good time. Our movie this week is the 2014 horror comedy, soon to be classic, Zombievers. <laughs> soon, 
and this is 21, so seven years in, yeah. it's soon to be a classic. And this was another one, like my metal, det- your metal detecting, was a a single copy at Family uh-huh. Video. Yeah, I was drawn in, and you know me, I'm a sucker for a pun title, and one you know, copy, one copy, and I'm like, I'm in. Now we talked about how in some of the interviews we watched, it drew some comparisons to Sharknado, which is not as clever a title. I think Zombievers is yeah. way cleverer. Because Zombievers rolls into it, Sharknado, <laughs> like it should be Shark Kahuna or something. Shark, something that starts with a K. Shark Tsunami, Shark. which is not a K, but it's not an S, but it's a T, right? In but fact, the how sound, that, everybody, whatever that you know, English teachers out there, help me out. But it, it still sounds <laughs> like an S. So the film description, <laughs> and this is on IMDb, which we know are renowned for being totally accurate. But this is the IMDb film description. A fun weekend turns into madness and horror for a bunch of groupies looking for fun in a beaver-infested swamp. Yeah, that's not right. No. This is one of the most inaccurate ones, I think, so far. So where do they get groupies from? I I thought the same thing. Yeah. So these are college girls, very clearly. And it's not a beaver-infested swamp. It's a lake. Yeah, they call it a lake, but it looks like a pond in a lot of the shots so well but, i mean it was yeah they they refer to it as a lake in the movie uh build on imdb as an action comedy fantasy action comedy it, it's a horror comedy i know horror was not in that description which is bizarre to me yeah so i don't know if there's something in imdb that is motivate or like the filmmakers can make changes or, or whatever but i would call this a, a, a horror comedy yeah absolutely Fantasy, I, I think more of like sci-fi, like movies like Legend. I mean, this would not be my fantasy. Well, which <laughs> well, there's a few parts I think yeah, I, I, I would in, be into, but I could insert myself into a you part know, over not here, the right? whole thing. <laughs> so, uh, top build is Rachel Melvin. She plays Mary. Oh, Mary um, Velma. Now, now we'll. I'll just ask you blanket <laughs> question: Have you seen any of these actors in anything before at all? No, I want to say the one con- the one bald comedy guy in the pickup truck. Okay, I recognize we're, we're as, get a, to as a comedian. We're but. gonna get to no. He, he, I love that guy. So <laughs> Rachel Melvin plays Mary. Uh, she's best known. She was in Dumb and Dumber Two, the Jim Carrey and um, Jeff Daniels proper sequel, in a movie I remember her from, Mom and Dad. Now I've told I've talked to you about this before. It's Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair. And it's a movie where parents get a 24-hour virus where they're compelled to murder their own children. Nicolas Cage is, <laughs> I'd say, an 8.5 Nicolas Cage insanity. And that movie is directed by Brian Taylor, who directed Crank 1 and 2 and Gamer. You know how I love those. I yeah. love Brian Taylor. So she was in Mom and Dad. Second build... <laughs> Uh, and I think the star of the show, Courtney Palm, is Zoe. Uh, she's been in lots of B-horror movies, lots of B-sci-fi movies, but she's in a movie that I've talked about to you a lot that we will do on this 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 podcast, Sushi Girl. Yes. You're hearing me talk about Sushi All Girl? All the time. I'm waiting, I'm waiting to see that one. She is is the main character in Sushi Girl. She and, is? Zoe is? Yeah. She's the... It's... it's Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do it on this podcast because <laughs> that movie is something else. Um, but she's in an upcoming movie that has another pun for a title, 
Elevator Man. <laughs> so that's an elevator from hell. Is he, is he, but it's Elevator Man. Man, is he wearing the the hat? I, there's not and much the on it, and I think the lead actor is a wrestler of no renown. <laughs> uh, third build is Lexi Atkins. She plays Jen. This is her first feature film. She's also in the um, Jennifer Lopez classic, The Boy Next Door, uh, which I watched for another bad movie podcast. That, uh, And she's in a very, very provocative scene in that movie. Uh, she plays a waitress in Ted 2. That's probably her biggest role. And she's in the TV show Altered Carbon, which is a really cool TV show on Netflix. So she... She's playing Jen, right? She's Jen. She's so. The, the... I don't know. I I would have picked her as. She seemed like the lead to me. I don't know. Yeah, all um, three are equal, I guess. I don't almost. know how IMDb ranks. Yeah, and I didn't look at the poster to see, but yeah, I would say because her story is kind of it's compelling. following her. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to go through the guys, um, but I want to do a shout out to guys. Peter Peter Gilroy, guys, who plays Buck. So he's the Buck. Com- he's the comic relief. In a comedy horror, and yeah. I think he does a good job. Yeah, and then you got the jock. And you got the jock. And so the so Jen's ex-boyfriend, we'll get into it, Sam, he's played by Hutch Dano. And I think he's the weakest actor in the movie. I think he actually is pretty terrible yeah. in this. And but, the weakest character. But he is the grandson of Royal Dano. Do you know who Royal Dano is? No. Legendary character actor. He's been in like 300 things. Tons of westerns throughout the years. He's in the Outlaw Josie Wales. He's in Lost oh. in Space. He was in Chips. Something Wicked This Way Comes. He played Gramps in House 2. And one of his last films and one of my favorite horror movies, horror comedies, he's in Killer Clowns <laughs> from Outer Space. He's in the opening scene. And so, that's his grandfather? Yes. Huh. So the, the guy who they plays Sam it. is the grand, grandson of... A character actor extraordinaire. They say it skips a generation, and well, apparently his dad was an actor too, but not in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So he's in kind of an acting legacy. Uh, and then we have a character named Smith, played by Rex Lynn. Again, amazing character. I love this guy. <laughs> when he showed up in this movie, I shit because, like, he he was in Rush Hour. Um, Cutthroat Island, and this is going to be a podcast that I talk about movies that everybody hates that I love. He's in Cutthroat Island, all right, which everybody hates. I love. Um, he plays Mr. Blair. He's the sheriff in a movie called Breakdown with Kurt Russell, where his wife goes missing. He's in The Postman. Everybody hates that that Kevin Costner movie. Yeah. I love that movie. He's in Ghosts of Mars. Everybody hates that John Carpenter movie. He's in Django Unchained. He's in Wow. Yeah. And and that's that's the thing. Um Tarantino loves to pick obscure actors, yeah. character actors, and put them in his movies. Because he watches all these movies yeah. and just says, I want that guy. And yeah. And if I made a movie, I'd be like him, him. Uh, he, and he's also in a movie I saw in the theater that I love. It's a Stallone movie, Cliffhanger. Oh yeah. That movie fucking rocks. I don't care what you say. It's it's ridiculous. Lithgow as the villain? <laughs> Sacrifice. Are you fucking kidding me? It's boner material. Um, and that guy, a, he, a he Lithgow plays- Lithgow boner? He plays the- uh, That's a new term. I think you just invented, you know- no, a new, it doesn't a new flow catch- like zombie verse. It's a catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but that clip, that that character actor Rex Lynn, I I love that dude. He's so good, and he's I think he's tremendous in this. Uh, this movie was written by three people: uh, Al Kaplan, and he had just been a composer on a bunch of stuff and done a bunch of shorts. John Kaplan, who I assume is his brother, again, mostly a composer. Yeah, and most notably was the composer on the adult film The Hills Have Thighs. <laughs> One or two. Starring Julie K. Smith. Also, oh, it's softcore? Cobra from the Andy Sedaris movie series. Wow. So once again, we have a connection to Andy Sedaris. So it must be softcore. I don't think she did that. I didn't look that far into it. Uh, uh, I also can help written with that. by Jordan Rubin. <laughs> um who this was his first feature film, but he he'd written for a lot of award shows, MTV Awards. He's written for the Academy Awards. He wrote for the Man Show back in the day. Do you remember that show? Oh yeah. Do you think? <laughs> yeah. It was... Do you think that holds up? Because it was severely misogynistic on purpose. Yeah. Do you think today that show would? What, what was it like? Ziggy Ziggy Hoy or something? They yeah. they had some type of and toast. I forget <laughs> the guy, but no, it was Jimmy Kimmel, right? Yeah. It was Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy and Adam. Kimmel. Corolla. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, and Jordan Rubin also <laughs> wrote and directed a movie called The Drone, which is about a possessed drone, I, I, I hear. Uh, and all of these three guys wrote on the new Critters TV series. So do you remember the movie Critters from back in the day? Mm-hmm. There was a, new, there was a recent TV series they all wrote on it, and it was directed by Jordan Rubin. The tagline. Here we go. Do you have a guess? Because there, there's two... And it's interesting. There's one official tagline, and there's one that's different on the DVD copy yeah. that I watched it on. I do my best not to, you know. But, okay, if you had to have a beaver pun-ish for a horror comedy, <laughs> what would you guess? God, there's so many puns in this movie about beavers. So did they take it directly out of the movie? No. Is the question. All right. You'll all be damned. Oh, that's just awful. And then on the DVD cover that I have... They'll damn you to hell. <laughs> so damn puns. Damn you all to hell. Yeah, they'll damn you to hell. Uh, one hour and 17 minutes, budget unknown. Uh, that was Planet of the Apes, right? Damn you damn all you. to hell. You blew it up. You blew it up. I wonder if you could feel. Can you talk? Can you even love? Can you love, Nova? Worldwide gross, $54,985. <laughs> wait, what? Worldwide wait. gross. Wait, wait, wait. wait. $54,985, as far as I can find. Not bad. I'm sure it was made for a little bit more than that. I mean, it's uh, not going to be in all your major releases, you know. Yeah, I, I couldn't find little... that it got a theater. Oh, no. It it premiered at the Traverse City Film Festival. It played here in 2014. Wow, because I saw Tribeca. Yeah, it, it did but there. But I don't know. If it, it, it premiered here. But it, that, the first time I heard of it was here. I think it was 2014 or 15, and it, it played at the Traverse City Film Festival. So wow. thank you, Michael Moore, for taking a gamble and playing Zombievers. <laughs> what I noticed initially um, is when you have an independent, there's the different production companies. And the first one that stood out to me was Hypotenuse Pictures, which, of course, you know, uh, hypotenuse is the longest side of a right triangle. Yes. Right? You remember that right from Yeah, it, it, it hurts to go back that far. Yeah, but it, it, that pops, right? Yeah. Like in conversation when you drop hypotenuse. Yeah. I... Yeah, it doesn't work, though. <laughs> <laughs> but the movie opens. Um, and, and, you know, it's it's shot really well. I think the 
the cinematography is it's bright. It's not um, trying to be dark, and I think it's trying to be a horror comedy right out the gate. No, it, it, yeah, it's filmed well. I mean, there's some creative film, you yeah. know, angles and puppets. So yeah. <laughs> So we start on the side of a truck, and it says Mamaronic Medical Research Facility Medical Waste Disposal. Yeah. And I looked up what Mamaronic meant because I thought maybe it would be some esoteric thing, but it's a town in New York State. What? Yeah, Mamaronic. It's not not like a medical? No, Mamaronic is a town in New York State. It is on the water. So we may be set to believe, because do you agree this is set in Indiana? Well, license plates are Indiana. They say you're from Indiana. The one girl know. says she's from Indiana. Yeah. It says Ashwood. You so, know the sign that they passed? Yeah, I didn't check to see if that's a town um, in Indiana. Yeah, because I wrote it down. I believe it was because it, it was population uh, like 4,080 or so something like that. So that sounds like a shitty town in Indiana because I went to college there. And sorry to put you on blast, Indiana, but Indiana's the worst place. <laughs> So if I'm getting logical about this, if this is a New York medical facility, the inciting incident, as you would call it, means that when this truck has an accident, a barrel flies into a body of water and it needs to make its way from New York to Indiana. Now, I spent a sad amount of time that I didn't have uh, last night looking into could a barrel from New York find its way to Indiana through a river, tributaries, main body of water. Sadly, I could not find that it could happen. See, I I think it's set in Indiana just based on the stuff that they said. Yes. Um, so Ashwood is 4,080 people population is what, right. was what was on the sign. So we have the interior of the truck, and it's driven by these two truck, t- truck drivers. One is played by Bill Burr, one of my favorite stand-up comedians. Is that the driver or the That's other the guy? the driver. Okay. And the other guy is absolutely crazy famous musician John Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> and holy shit, are they funny. So they're, they're outtakes at the end of this movie, but on the DVD there's deleted scenes. Uh-huh. And they, I think they just let them ad-lib, and there's fucking gold. I don't know how Jordan <laughs> Rubin picked what to keep. Yeah. But you can tell they're just riffing, and John Mayer is fucking funny as hell. You see that deer, right? I don't like his music, but I respect him. He's a great guitar player, but like he appeared on the Chappelle Show one time, funny. Like the dude's great, and he's so and he's wearing a wig and a very fake mustache. Do you think yeah. that mustache was fake so bad on purpose? Yeah, it's like you know the mullet, mustache, and, ha- yeah. and baseball hat look. Yeah. You know? So, in a historic first, my quote is right from the beginning. Oh, uh, okay. So, I, I failed. My guess was... Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, beaver fever in the truck scene. Oh, shit. That, I'm not kidding. I almost did that one. I almost no did way. it. Yeah, 100%. So, what I'm do I get kidding. for an almost? Um, pan job? I don't know. In, in, uh, at Arby's? <laughs> can, it, can it be at Arby's? So, Engi- an engineer just shot us down. I guess it's not, <laughs> it's not going to happen. So here is the um, the two guys driving the truck and their conversation as they're driving a okay. medical waste truck. You know, I dated a guy once. <laughs> Could I hear all about it? I mean, there's not a lot to tell. It's like one of the easiest weeks of my life other than sex. 
I was groomed. You know, it's not the dick, it's the whiskers, man. It just creeps you out. Yeah, we just agreed on everything. You want to get some beers? Yeah. Want to watch the game? Absolutely. You get beers, and we watch the game. I hear a lot of myself in this story. It's not a you in, the, in this story, man. It's a one-time thing. My friend told me I can't shit in his house anymore. Oh, isn't that the worst? You believe that? Yeah, they get all mad because you blew out their bathroom. It's a place to shit. It's the, that's what the room is built for. You're supposed to go in there and take a shit. And then when you do it, they act like they're surprised, like you took a dump on their table or something. Yeah, I, I did take a dump on his table. Hey, man, you see that deer up there? Yeah, I see it. I don't think you do. Okay, I admit that. I didn't see the deer. I see him now. So. <laughs> there you go. That's that's the opening, the so, exciting incident. Bill Burr picks up his phone. He's looking at his flip phone. Yeah, you can hear the beep on yeah, it. Yeah, you see that deer? Yeah. And. As soon as this happened in the movie, the first time I saw it, I was in a thousand percent. I don't care if it was fucking garbage the rest of the time. And when I realized that was John Mayer, like midway through the scene, I was like giddy. I like what a cool way to start. Yeah. And how cool of John Mayer to to do something like this. But so they hit a deer, the barrel of medical waste is jettisoned into a river or a body of water. Yeah. And then we have the intro. What did you think of the the intro at all? Did you have thoughts I, about I that? I absolutely loved it. You the liked whole it? the whole Scooby Doo cartoon tune over the barrel floating down the river. So it's it's animation. Yeah. And kind of jaunty music. Yeah. And the the Kaplans did the music. Oh, did they? Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. They're composers. Yeah. yeah. So and, and it's really cool, but I totally dug the Scooby Doo yeah, um, it's fun, and it doesn't. Again, it's setting a tone right away, right? Like, yeah, this is gonna don't be, take it too seriously. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't get it on the name alone, now right. you get it with this, and <laughs> you see this this barrel's journey, yeah, with this fun animation going over it with them running and beavers and stuff like that. And it ends with the the barrel just kind of bumping up against a beaver dam with some beavers on top, yeah. Making unbeaver like sounds, like little puppies going. Well, yeah, you're supposed to realize how cute beavers are until they're you're not. supposed. To, yeah, feel sorry for them. At, and then point. the barrel springs a leak, and like neon green ecto cooler <laughs> comes out <laughs> because it needs to be neon green, so you know it's not good for you. Yeah, and you can see it on everything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So now we cut to, and, and there are like some kind of fast cuts in this movie, and it, it's it's well paced. You know, I like we we said before. Sometimes I'm in for a longer haul. Sometimes I'm in for just a breezy hour and seventeen minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's quick, and I'm good to go. Um, so we cut to a girl crying in a rest stop bathroom. She's texting what you assume. Did you assume that was a boyfriend? She's calling him a liar. She's upset about something. Yeah, yeah it was. Tough to read exactly, you know. She what did was text, text like you're a liar. But... It's it's a guy, so I assume it's a it's a uh, a boyfriend or an ex. And then there's a bang at the door, <laughs> and it's a creepy fucking Indiana. The voice, yeah. Got to take a shit. Yeah, that that's a, that's an Indiana guy right there. <laughs> Am I isolating maybe our potential Indiana you, listeners? You, yeah, though we love. I 
I've been. You, to you can love it. That's cool. It's America's armpit. <laughs> Look at where it's stationed. Fuck you know, it. like Florida is America's balls, and fucking anyway. French. <laughs> so a creepy guy at the door, and I think it's funny. This movie, and I didn't ask my wife about this, um, because I'm always curious as to descriptions of how girls hang out in movies and how accurate it is because this character <laughs> jen yeah gets in the car she has two other friends in the car and they're like what took you so long and she's like they're out of toilet paper so i had to use my hand yeah now that sounds like a decidedly guy thing to you it to sounds say. like a guy a gross think, guy line yeah that do the, you think that there's a chick cool enough to come up with like that's that's a girl for me <laughs> comes up with that i mean i'm married nobody's asking anyway but like it's it's it seemed a little odd for this pretty blonde girl to say they were out of toilet paper so i wiped my ass with my hand yeah well three guys wrote the script i know and i'm trying to so, give it the so there you go the you know i've been in in this she's not gonna this is her first movie Right, so she's probably not going to go like, you know, I don't believe my character would say this. (laughs) Who the fuck are you? (laughs) Shut up and say the line. This is genius. (laughs) So they're in the car, and it's clear that the girls are on a a no-boys weekend, and it's because Jen, the character, has broken up or been betrayed by a a guy. Yeah, yeah. And It's, it's a getaway. Girls weekend. Yeah, and they're going to Mary's cousin's shack. Is what they're calling it. They call it a shack, and I like the fact that they're so okay. Logically, they have a they have a dog. Their college, their I went to college in Indiana, Valparaiso University, not big city. But these and are they in Purdue? Are they Purdue? Is that like snotty Indiana college girls? Because they seem very ill prepared for the wilderness or for the woods. Yeah, many a movie has been made on that. It's and it's not really <laughs> said, but. Um, so you know that beavers have been sprayed by green goo. So you have tension building, I guess. Right. And they go to the prerequisite scene of the first person getting killed off screen. So they have the little boy on the bank of the river and he's fishing. Yeah. And w- something w- grabs his line. <laughs> with with a hat that says number one dad. <laughs> Is that the hat that floats by yes. them on the raft? Yes. The very one. I never caught that before. Because yeah. I'm like, why the hell is that kid? The kid took his dad's hat. Uh, well, maybe it's a it's sad to go thing. Fishing. Maybe dad left and he left him that hat and this kid just wears that number one dad hat and he's sad fishing alone. Yeah. Yeah. His <laughs> his, his his dad passed away or something. And... So he's fishing. Something clearly bad happens to him. So you have the first off-screen death is a little boy. Yes. That's a bold choice. Yeah, probably a young teenager. There's another bold choice death in this movie um, that I don't know how I feel about still. Uh, but they get to the house, which I think looks kind of nice. It's not like Evil Dead. You, know, yeah. you see an Evil Dead, that place looks kind of like I wouldn't want to stay there. And then, you know, they're doing a shot of the car from outside. And then, and I don't know which girl says it, but they have, is this where we're stopping for more gas? The rest stop or something. Yeah. I'm like, what? the hell is what, what i didn't get that that was weird it, i mean it looks like a nice place yeah and so like they, it was too nice to be yeah the shack maybe is what what that meant maybe because i have no idea what what that was about <laughs> but the they get there they haven't gotten into the house yet and the what would you call the neighbor a nosy neighbor or somebody who's known mary since she was a kid shows up yeah 
just right off screen. So, you know, she, she was ducking uh, out of camera and then she pops in. Because <laughs> it's really sudden. It's not like they see her coming. She's just like. Well, you know, there's only like three houses out there on the lake. So yeah. when they get a neighbor, they come running film. out. You don't have the time for all that kind of stuff. But the wholesome neighbor says, I haven't seen Mary. And she has a comment about, oh, you've grown up. And the Zoe character, who we haven't talked about yet, she's the she's the wild one of the bunch. Yeah, one with the she has a dog with her. She she's little, the one who has dog. a dog. And so the one thing that kind of bothered me this time is, bitch, biatch. Yeah. Like I feel like maybe that was 2014, but it felt kind of dated to me. That character just calling everybody bitch, bitches, bitches. I don't know. It kind of graded on me a little bit. <laughs> Well, she does something like her introduction. She's like fist bump, biatch, and you know, yeah. And the the little old lady doesn't know what to do. Well, but you shake no, her hand. She's, the neighbor she's says the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, then she comes back with like a Betty White line about yeah. her daughter, who's just a weirdo. She's a real piece of work. She brings people home. I don't even know what sex they are. Yeah, he says he's a real slut, and she's not even attractive or something. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, again, that's when I'm I'm like back in with this movie because that was unexpected to me. Yeah, yeah, like it was like the Betty White in, uh, in Lake Placid, uh, Lake Placid. Oh, exactly. God, yes, oh, Sherlock. This movie had a <laughs> officer fuck meat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish we could do that one. I definitely not independent. Saw that in theater, but what what kind of I noted this time was. Again, the girls are fine. They, You have the blonde. You have Mary, who is maybe the nerdy one. She's got glasses, but yeah. she's always in platform heels I and call, has her ass she's, hanging out. She's Velma. Well, they all got their asses hanging and out. And then Zoe is the wild one. But their accents are in and out this whole movie. Zoe is trying to do a, a, a little bit of a Southern. Occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> now, I know Southern Indiana... <laughs> You do have accents like this, but they are in and out of the fucker. And it's, again, it doesn't take yeah, me out of it. And they're not college girls. You know, they're more like Well, they read books. Country folk. They, as, as you see later, they read books. So there is that. Um, but that maybe was a choice, do you think? The director had them because, you know, your, your, your live sound, you can hear what they're doing. Do you think Jordan Rubin was like, listen... Like you were just not doing an accent. Now you just walked into the accent. You gotta <laughs> keep it consistent. Do it or don't. Yeah, I don't know. And in, in ADR, I don't know how much that plays into it. How how much the director is actually there? But I just noticed that they were in and out of those accents. Yeah, the, pretty bad. Zoe's the only one I really noticed. Yeah, was was trying to do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe Mary does a, a few times too. But, uh, you know, they're at this cabin, and naturally um, there's a raft, one of those, like, anchored out in the middle. The lakes are gross, by the way. I well, This hate, one is. This I one is a pond. This one isn't very much of a lake. Well, It's a little cesspool. Well, yeah, there's a lot of wood. And, well, beavers there's a lot of dance. ships floating around in there. And so they go swimming, and so you have to think of these three characters. You have the blonde who's has had her heart broken, Mary, the maybe the nerd. Yeah. And then you have Zoe. Yeah. Now do yourselves a favor if you're gonna watch this movie. <laughs> there are tropes about these movies. Who's the first to get topless and who's the final girl? Because there's always a final girl in these kind of horror movies. 
Uh, yes. In some lately, there's a final guy. But if you want to do a bet with your friends and you're going to watch Zombievers, just just yeah. try to guess. Right now, before they leave that, before they leave the house, there that you know they chat and do do stuff in the bathroom, blah blah blah. But before they go out to the the three of them leave, that's when you should pick your girl who uh, yeah. shows her tits, and then you should pick the girl, which could be the same one, that's going to be the final girl, and then you should pick the two of the three that are going to get laid. Just just a fun little game. But to play. the final girl never gets laid. That's the thing. That's why she's the final girl. She's wholesome. I don't know if that's true. That's kind of a blanket well, statement. But it, it's, again, kind of horror movies tend to be morality tales. But they go swimming, and the raft um, happens to be near a beaver dam, <laughs> which I didn't look this up. I don't know if Indiana is known for beavers. It may be. Certain parts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, you know. If you go back far enough, they they all the states had them. So. I, yeah, I didn't encounter any of them when I went to college, but um, it's Jen who wants to go explore the Beaver Dam, which, you know, I'm like, I wouldn't think any of these girls because, like you said, the water's gross. There's like sticks in it, and yeah, that's probably on purpose, and it was set decorated, I guess, that way. Uh, it's I would not the location have they to had swim to film in, you know, just that all. pond. So they go explore this beaver dam, one of them topless, who just doesn't want any tan lines. And they come up on the shore and is this they, they see some of the, the the toxic goo on the Yeah, they call it beaver piss, even though it's yeah. fluorescent green, glowing goo. They, yeah, they, I they, can't surmise. They think it's beaver piss. What beaver piss looks like. Well, it doesn't glow in the dark. I'm guessing. Well, maybe Zombiever Piss does. Yeah, it for sure does. We see it. And then the bear, right? Yeah, so a bear shows up, which, uh, again, this area in Indiana could be known for bears. And they are understandably scared. Except I believe it's a a grizzly bear and certainly not in Indiana. Ooh. All right, Jordan Urban, you fucked up. Well, it's, you know, the local local zoo guy. Yeah. (laughs) That's all he had. So there's a shot fired from the distance, and you see a, a kind of grizzled guy show up who they feel save, saves the day. And did you notice that he comes up and he says, look at you heifers. Yeah. Yeah, and, and these girls are... Could be more thin. Thin. Yeah. <laughs> and we're next, you know, they're wearing bikinis. Which was an odd... That was an odd... Yeah, it was funny. Choice. I thought it was funny when he said when he said heifers. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> so maybe you know he was establishing himself, and he uh, he suggests that they should cover up because there's decent people living there. And yeah, his name is Smith with a Y. Smith with a Y. <laughs> In case one of you girls ever have to write me a check, which again, <laughs> and then he spits out his <laughs> does you know spits his chew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, this is the moment when I see this character actor and I lose my mind. I'm like, <laughs> what is he doing got here? Him. I can see him being game for this. And, yeah. and that, honestly, that kind of thing. And and we may have talked about this before. When you see certain character actors in movies, it anchors you. And you're like, I'm comfortable. Yeah. I'm happy. I know this is going to be rad. Well, it, it's definitely your world. So how would this compare to your mermaid movie with that character actor showing up in it? Um, same thing. It lends some some credibility yeah. to it, and you know I, I think those kind of actors they read a script, they know what they're getting into, and maybe they're doing it for fun. They're probably not doing it for a huge paycheck. 
No, definitely not. And they just want to have a good time. They want to work. And when you get to that stage in your career as a character actor, you're probably taking whatever the fuck you want to take. You're not being forced. Yeah. You know, you you, you get and, – and that's kind of an enviable position. Like, if I thought about it, I wouldn't want to be a megastar. I want to be a character actor <laughs> and just make a comfortable living and work when I wanted to work. Yeah. And then have somebody like Tarantino be like, I loved you in 9,000 movies. I want to put you in this one for that one probably pretty good payday. Yeah. <laughs> and Yep. And be there. So, um, yeah, that's Rex Lynn, and he's fucking fantastic. And he asked them to cover up. The girls go back, and they've had kind of a traumatic experience, but they're not seemingly shaken by this. So this is another moment where I'm wondering, is this what girls do alone? Because they're in a cabin, and they make popcorn, and they play like "Would you rather?" Yeah, is that which probably, evolves into truth or dare? Which you know, I mean, I guess you know, I mean, guys are probably not doing that. Like, would you rather? Would you ever? We yeah. just we just talk about nothing. I guess we don't. We we. <laughs> you want to watch the game? You want to drink some more beers? Yeah, <laughs> the sex was brutal. <laughs> And yeah, you saw the guy talk in the in the truck. Yeah. So so the girls are are throwing popcorn at each other and Jen's wearing leg warmers for some reason. I thought that was an interesting costuming choice. And they hear sounds. And I'm like, oh shit. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Zombie beaver attack. The, the attacking has started. Yeah. <laughs> and did you see the one scene where the dog freaks out? Like literally, like leaps up and flips around, like yeah. when the first sound crashed. So they yeah. really crashed on the door. That, that it was funny. Yeah. Or you wonder if somebody off camera was just like, Bang, yeah, he just pounded because the dog, this poor dog. <laughs> yeah, the dog, freaked out. And so they seem genuinely concerned. They don't know what's going on. Yeah. But one of them was behind this. So yeah, yeah. One outside. of the, one of them knew what was happening. So they go outside, and this is kind of i was gonna say this is important but they go outside and we talked about this in movies and creep somebody who goes outside and leaves the front door open Mm -hmm. so they go outside leave the front door a little bit open and a figure charges at them that i think was meant to look like a beaver because this figure has a hood and he's like scurrying and this figure turns around and farts (laughs) and it turns out to be mary's boyfriend tommy the jock and like, that wearing that goddamn sports jacket, yeah, it should have been Buck to do that because that was his character. Yeah, Buck the it's just a the, weird the, the class clown, big and goofy that guy. Jacket, by the way, that stupid fucking sports varsity jacket. Yeah, I never coveted anything like that. Like I was in sports in high school and could have gotten like, and I've got a letter, but I'm like, fuck that jacket. Like maybe it's because I was into metal and it just looks stupid to me. Yeah, musicians and, and jocks aren't necessarily always on the well, same page. That's right. Their stereotypes exist for a reason. But I thought the running up and farting thing was just kind of goofy. It didn't bother me. But it turns out all the girls' boyfriends, including the guy who has wronged Jen, yeah, have been invited. But they drove up. Yeah, they. I drove four hours. I think hours. it's Zoe who went out. Who's the I, one that went out front? Yeah, because she's the only one that knew what was she going on. She was pissed on. that there was no service, and she wanted to text behind Mary's back. Blah blah blah. Yeah, she she had already had him in route. I think I I agree. And so Zoe's boyfriend Buck, Mary's like, no, you guys got to leave, and she kind of puts her foot down, which I I think is kind of cool, and I think she meant it. Yeah, but she, you know, it's my house. Yeah, 
Yeah. And they convince her, and Buck was like, I've been driving for four hours. My leg's asleep, and I haven't had sex forever. My dick's asleep. He says, 36 hours. I haven't had sex in 36 yeah. hours. My dick's My asleep. My dick's asleep. These are, and this is, again, I think satire. They're the horniest fucking people ever. I know. Well, Cabin in the Woods, she makes out with a wolf head for crying out loud on the wall. She's so... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Well, she's dared to do it. But they're playing up that these horny college kids... My dick's asleep is a great line, actually. Yeah. 36 hours. <laughs> and Jen's boyfriend had been in the house, so he shows up behind everybody, and he admits that he broke in through a window. And I look at him, and again, I'm not trying to knock... I'm not an actor. I'm not... But he just oozes douchebag. And that's probably why they the, the, cast his, him, right? His character, that was his character. So, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's great in this. Maybe he, he is. He, he's great at being pathetic. But he, he oozes like douchebag. Yeah. Because he's got this like five o'clock shadow and he looks like older than everybody. Um, <laughs> and so they're allowed to stay and it's immediately everybody's fucking. Not everybody, obviously, Jen and, and um, I keep forgetting his name, Sam, um, are not. But you get to, I think one of my favorite, the outtakes on this are funny, the sex scene between Buck and Zoe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. behind her, and they're going at it, and he's like, oh, my God, you're way too hot for me. <laughs> <You're way> too- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're they're doing the doggy style, and then and then because he's uh, and not to he's kind of a goofy looking guy. And yeah, you see the two he's of them got together. a gut on him. Zoe's he's, a very pretty girl. Yeah, and the Petite. fact that he, what are you doing? You're way too hot for yeah. me again. I think is brilliant. Yeah, and there's there's a bunch of in the outtakes. And she's like, oh, you know it, or something. <laughs> there's a bunch of great lines in the outtakes. Again, yeah. I think what they used in the movie was the best, but that kid is phenomenal like yeah they just let him then, riff yeah and then later on he's gonna probably deliver the best best line in the whole movie oh oh well, i'm interested okay Maybe we clock the same thing so we have jen and sam uncomfortably on the couch listening and they're listening to the ambient sounds of their two friend two couples having you know aggressive and loud sex yeah and it becomes apparent that Another inciting incident is Sam was photographed kissing another woman. You see Sam, you see the back of some woman's head, and Jen's obviously pissed about it, which uh, makes sense. Yep. And the guy's trying to, baby, don't call me baby. Yeah, she she's, what, hits him a couple times? She slaps him yeah. twice. Yeah. The but second he says, one, he's, <laughs> really he says fucking hard. Yeah. After the first one, he goes, you feel better? And then she, and she clocks him, him again, again <laughs> knocks him on the floor. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Like they made it really like he, he was like slapped back and she gets up to leave. And then do you think she, so he like goes to kiss her. She makes out with him a little. She's setting him up. And then knees him right in the yeah. nuts. He, he pinned her against the wall and then she starts kissing him. And then, yeah, he starts going for the goods with his hand. And then she just drops him with a, with a okay, knee shot. Intentional. So next we have a shower scene. <laughs> or it's going to be a shower scene. It doesn't take too long to get there. And Jen's going to take a shower. And we have our first Zombievers sighting. Attack, even. I have a, Yes, attack. So she's get, about getting ready to get in the shower. The water's on. Mm-hmm. There's a sound. And there's a zombie beaver 
Zombiever in the the tub. Yeah. And she understandably freaks out. And so I'm wondering, how did it get in? I knew you were going to say that. Yep. Is it, it as soon as the it, open when door? When I saw that, see, did it come up through the drain? How did it replace the dog later on? Because <laughs> we're going to need to talk about the characteristics yeah, and it, it, it happens, of zombie It happens zombie throughout the movie where these things just can appear like leprechauns. Good. That's it. Magic. I like it. And so there's an attack. She freaks out. She gets out and closes the door. And they're like, she's like, there's about, a, a rabid beaver. Yeah. How about that sound effects that they do? Like, it's like a screaming mountain lion. You yeah. Know? We're, we're going to get to, do you, do you know about the, we'll get to the sound effects. All right. But um, it's, it's really loud. So they're in one of those great scenes where there's something locked in the in the bathroom and who's going to be the one to open the door yeah. and take care of business? Yeah, yeah. So douchebag is holding a baseball bat. So he's never held a baseball bat in his life. He's holding it up like at the barrel, like partially up on the barrel. He's end. not good, getting good leverage if he, if yeah, he swings and, like and that. And he, well, you couldn't swing it. And then the jack pushes him out of the way and calls him a he's like, pussy. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll and do then it. he's holding the baseball bat. Like you know, yeah. he knows how to do it. and He means business. So he gets in, and there's no zombiever. In the space. Yeah, so, so. At least in the tub. <laughs> so Buck has to start making fun of her. And then we see that the zombiever is in the cabinet. It comes out, and Tommy beats this thing in half. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, and I, again, I love practical effects. The practical effects yeah. in this movie are great. He just keeps hitting it until. <laughs> and it starts to split yeah. in half. And so. It what's funny is the idea of zombies and zombievers doesn't come in, come up until late in the movie, but they're asking, did anybody get bit? And so I, the, my question to you is, what we know about Jen, did you catch anything in that particular scene? You see something later when he's beating it in half. No, like what happens to Jen later in the movie? Uh huh. How does that happen? And I think it's from this scene. Oh, when she got when she got clawed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they didn't show her legs, so but but you see it later. It kind of like happens clawed at scene. her when it yeah. dove out. Gotcha. So yeah, it's very possible that was where it came gotcha. from. And so they're kind of you know they they put this thing in a garbage bag, they throw it on the porch, and they seem kind of freaked out, a little nonplussed. And this is you know when Buck has this. We're all going to die. It's our last night alive. We should have a safety orgy. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect guy to, to deliver those lines. Again, too. I don't know if it was ad-libbed. I, yeah. I think that this kid is great. Yeah. And it's, you know, that's one of those funny things because that happens in movies where like this desperation happens yeah. and they do something stupid like have sex. Like what comes to mind is uh, um, a friend for the end of the world or whatever when they're at frenzies. Yeah. And then yeah. the whole, the whole, the whole freaking restaurant just breaks out a new an orgy. Yeah, that was actually that was a great movie. And there was a I think a good bit of foreshadowing this because when he's doing the safety orgy thing and he talks about his 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 leg or his foot again and somebody says nobody cares about your foot buck. Did you catch that? <laughs> no. So I think that's foreshadowing. Foreshadowing what the the jaws homage to come. Right. And then we have a cut to the next day. Smith is out 
checking his traps. Now, do you think he's a trap? Is he trapping beavers? Because there's really, if there's a criticism about this movie, there's nothing about him. He's just a guy who lives there. Yeah. I would like a spinoff movie about that character alone. Usually beaver traps are in and around the water, you know, at the, the trail that they take into the and water. He's not so that water, it catches them and then they drown, if if I'm not mistaken. And he's yeah, oh. he's out in the center like a game trail on land, I would guess, if we're gonna really dive in. So maybe that's just what that, he does for, for his food and he's just a trapper in that area. Yeah, he's a trapper, right. but we we don't know if it's a beaver or not. Glad but. we got through that, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. I still want a movie about him. But the next day they're just ready to go out for a swim. Everybody's forgetting, except for Jen, yeah. forgetting, and they go out on the porch, and the beaver that was in the garbage bag is not there anymore, and they assume it's been taken away by yeah. another animal, right? It's, yeah. Does that make sense? One or two of the girls, I think, were a little, they're freaked out and apprehensive, yeah, and he's Mary, like, come on, we Mary haven't Jen, seen you guys Zoe in your is just bikini yet. Down. She's down for anything. She's the wild one. And this is when, like, so throughout the movie, there's been a bunch of beaver jokes. And this is why I like, I love this movie because as they're walking down to the water, somebody says a beaver joke. And I think it's Mary who says, Can we stop with the beaver jokes? Yeah. And from that point forward, no more beaver jokes. He he yells, Why did the beaver cross the road? Yeah. And then they leave it hanging. And again, I like that kind of writing. Like, can we stop with the beaver jokes? Uh Because you're, as an audience member, like, Okay, how long are we going to do beaver jokes? <laughs> yeah, if you want to do a drinking game, just every time they say beaver, drink. Does that include zombie-ver? Yeah. The word nobody be- actually the does word say beaver, beaver is in there. So they're um, swimming, and Sam and Mary are on top of the raft, and it's revealed that the girl that Sam was kissing in that photo is Mary. Yeah. So, yeah, Zoe reveals it when they're... Later. Yeah. But they talk about it, and I'm like, well... That's kind of not in keeping with Mary's character because Mary and Tommy seem – this is the dumbest thing. <laughs> but they seem like a pretty decent couple because Tommy later in the movie I think turns out to be a pretty decent guy. And it, sta- it starts with him trying to, you know, taking the baseball bat and taking the yeah. lead. He's And yeah, he's the jock. He's the hero throughout, really. Yeah. yeah. So that seems kind of weird. But Mary says it was a mistake. And Sam says, tell it to my finger. Which indicates that a little more went on than a kiss in that particular photo. Well, unless I, I think we allude to that whole thing, but to me, that's saying a little less because I would have thought they went all the way without a doubt, and then now he's oh, saying, "I think they tell just, it to uh, my finger." Went to I guess, uh, technically it started. Place. That was that was you know the start, the the foreplay, if you will. So they're in the water, and this is when you know Jen's on the bank of the of the pond as you call it she doesn't want to get in the water and they have her come in a little bit and then there's like something went past my leg again common occurrence yep cut to most of them in the water and buck is pulled underwater yep now just just like in jaws did you think that he was joking because i did the first time like yeah he's just making a joke the very very first time i think so yeah but then when they when he comes back up with his foot in his hand in the in the thing of blood, and then they do the did you catch that the the jaws camera work? Well, no, you see the blood first, right? But when they cut back to yeah, where the pull, Jen, pulls back, yeah, 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 that's what they did on Brody and Jaws when yep. the when the kid went under. Yep, yeah. So that was like a total re 
so homage to that whole scene. I can't imagine you'd not, yeah, because there's also an homage to Die Hard in this. Yep. But Buck comes up holding his foot. They get themselves onto the raft, and Jen runs back to the house. Now the the rest of them are being attacked by zombievers through the raft, and they're popping up and all that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> Jen has run back to the house, and did you notice that the zombievers had cut the phone line? Well, after she tried to use the phone, I did. Well, did no, see I mean, she then? runs in, and then they cut to the phone. Yeah, and it's got beaver scratches. In yeah, the these phone these goofy so these goofy looking scratches that <laughs> definitely wouldn't have been by a beaver. So they attack the phone, or they disable the phone. They're smart beavers. And so, did you find the cutting in this too much? Because you see the the kids on the raft; they're being attacked, and then you find that Jen is being attacked in the kitchen. By the almost cut in half zombiever, uh-huh. and it just kind of goes back and forth. Did that bother no. you at all? No. I mean, it's kind of exciting. Like the pacing was good. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody's in peril at the same time. Well, in the crazy scene with with Jen on the the countertop, yeah, with her legs spread open and in her bikini, and the beaver is going right for her beaver, and then just <laughs> before it gets there. Right through the skull with yeah, a knife. And that's actually an alternate poster is like this caricature of a, of a girl with her legs spread and a beaver kind of like jaws coming towards it. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, I thought that was funny. So the kids are on the raft trying to escape. And this is the part that it shocked me in a way the first time. But Sam picks up Zoe's dog and they're like, we got to get. To the to the shore, <laughs> we need a diversion. And we need, and he throws the fucking dog in the water, and you see the dog. This it's a little like Jack Russell or something, like murdered by zombies. Yeah, <laughs> and I will tell you, in the outtakes, they have this dog in the water yeah. with the the mechanical zombies. Yeah, and the dog is having a blast. The dog is trying to get the sh- the one I saw. He's like swimming over the top yeah. of him. And yeah, and oh yeah, you did see that in the normal outtakes. So, and the director's like, he's supposed to be scared of the zombie, yeah. but in, in, within the framework of the story, Sam murders Joey's dog, and they escape to the shore successfully. Yep, they yeah, gave gave him enough time to to dive in and go the other way. <laughs> did that affect you at all watching that dog get eaten the first time? And then you're like, then you start thinking about it, like, well, if he didn't do that, they they probably would have died. Wouldn't you compose yourself and be like, these are fucking beavers. Maybe you can stomp in their heads. Well, the guy's laying there with with a tourniquet on, holding his foot. There is urgency with Buck. (laughs) So again, they're in this aftermath. They're in the the house. And Zoe is furious, sitting next to Sam. Yeah. And he says, if it was me and a dog, I'd choose the dog every time. And this is when Zoe says to Jen that... The girl in the photo was Mary, just because yeah. she's mad. Yeah, I mean they're arguing. She's calling her an asshole, and then she says, "Well, tell that something about. Well, say that to Jen." Yeah. She's like, "What do you mean? Yeah, everybody else knows." Which uh, everybody else seems to and be then, their whole. And then, and then her boyfriend, the Jack, goes, "I didn't know." <laughs> and then, and I expected him to attack. Yeah, attack the guy, the other guy. Um, but it, he didn't. This he just, is. That is, that is interesting. That is. I immediately expected a, a guy fight. Yeah. Right there, I thought he was going to beat the shit out of the guy. I wonder if that was part of it, and they just cut it for time or whatever. Oh no, they 
they keep reversing. You know, we keep seeing this. He, yeah. He's like turning the kind of turning on his head a little bit, which yeah. you expect to see. Yeah, that's from a good point. the genre. That is a good point. And um, now we have the impaled beaver in the kitchen starting to move again. <laughs> and now they're starting to realize that there's a zombie component to these things. Yeah, it's slapping its tail, but it's clearly and cut, cut in half. That's and... the interesting thing about the tail thing because that's how they communicate. And that's what's one of the creepiest scenes in the movie is later, and it has to do with communicating by the tail. But it's oh, moving. Oh, is that why she's doing that in the bedroom? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear your take on that. All so right. they're 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 like, what's going on? Why won't it die? It's basically been baseball batted in half. Yeah. And Sam stabs it in the head, and he's like, there. And again, once again, asshole's wrong, <laughs> and it keeps doing its thing, and he stabs it, and the head comes off, and have we seen that there's glowing eyes of multiple zombie zombie beavers so, outside? Yeah. They they know they're out there waiting, and it's dark now. Yeah, and yeah. so that's their like re- you can see them in the dark because their eyes are Scooby Doo. Yeah, it's uh, that Scooby Doo scene where you see all the little glowing eyes in the dark, and he comes out with the severed head. Like, is this what you want? Yeah, to a bunch of fucking beavers. Yeah, <laughs> and he what? throws the head. Like, okay. He's losing his mind. That's going to work. Yeah. We're good. They're not going to come after us anymore. <laughs> now, the house is surrounded, and they realize that, that and now this is like real peril, because one guy has had his foot gnawed off. Yeah, he's he's bleeding out. Yeah, they've got a tourniquet on him, but he's going to die if they don't get him to help. Get so help they him. say, we need to get him to a hospital, and Tommy is the one to suggest it. Tommy is the one who said, I'm going to do this, and Zoe, as a dutiful girlfriend says i'm gonna go with so they get him out they race out into their That's, car no tommy is mary's boyfriend yeah but zoe and buck are together that's what i'm saying zoe is the dutiful girlfriend to buck oh god goes okay with. sorry and they get into the car and again another great bit of writing the normal trope in every movie is you rush to a car and what happens car doesn't start <laughs> But it's an electric. In this case, the car doesn't start, and they're freaking out. And he's like, "It's a Prius. You have to finesse it." He's in a hybrid. I have to finesse it, but you don't hear them when they start because they're electric. Yeah, I know. And so they could have. He could have even played on that a little more. Yeah, like the car true. won't start, and it's it's on because it's, it's electric. <laughs> you don't Again, know. Again, another like laugh out loud funny line to me. Yeah, in a movie that you know is supposed to be silly. And yeah, they're 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 throwing at tropes. They're throwing at tropes. And this is when a pet peeve of mine happens in that you cut to the neighbors and they hear the Prius skidding out on yep. a dirt road. Yeah. <laughs> which wouldn't happen. Because they can really peel out, you yeah. know, those Prius. And the the lady is wondering what the noise is. And do you remember what the guy says? Yeah. <laughs> you really want me to go over there to no, no, a no. bunch of college He's like, girls? What, what's the, the disruption? And the guy's like, they're probably scissoring themselves to Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's that one. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another character actor who's great. And the way he delivers that line, yeah. like you wonder if he knows what scissoring is. Good for him. He's clearly hip. But scissoring themselves to Lady Gaga. <laughs> and so they, they, they escape. And you're like, did you feel like they may make it like they got in the car successfully they weren't attacked off they'd go now were you ahead of the movie going what's going to stop them or yeah i 
I don't I don't think I was thinking about that. I was just kind of like along for the ride, you know. But yeah, now now you say that it's like of course always stops. Yeah, them. they they have to come back. You know, they're not gonna <laughs> yeah just escape and be fine, yeah. and the rest of them get eaten. Yeah, and get help and yeah. come get them. Yeah. So they're they're stopped by a dam that's made in the middle of the road. <laughs> yeah, the beavers took down a tree. Yeah. yeah. So the let's road. talk about about the qualities of zombie beavers. What skills do you perceive that they have? All right. So they've got uh, the white eyes with no pupils, the little buttons, right? Well, that's not a skill. So what attributes they can do see they in the dark really well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they say that beavers are nocturnal. Yeah. So yep. nocturnal. They chew through wood. Yeah. So if you board up your windows, that's not going to be helpful. With wood, yeah. That's Hence the sheet metal line that's coming up. That's right. pretty funny. Um, they jump. Oh yeah, we find they out they we find out they tunnel. They tunnel. Yeah, and beavers do that naturally. They're but really these really good tunnels. They're intelligent and they work together. They understand landlines they, and what yeah. they do. They know <laughs> they have to eliminate the landlines. So they're intelligent. So this is a pretty fierce enemy. And they they take down a tree so that you can't drive away. They block the road. Yeah. I mean, they build a dam in the road. So intelligence level is yeah, porpoise? Yeah. That's a scary motherfucker. <laughs> There's some real real teeth in this. Yeah. It's got teeth. So the, the, the three are stopped, and they realize, and this is the second time, this, or the first time this happens in the movie, they've got to continue on foot, which is tough. Because, yeah. like, logistically, if you're into the movie right now, you're like, this guy has no foot. He has to be carried in the woods, and Zoe and Buck are going to stay behind, and Tommy is going to go to find help. Yeah, she's turning the car around to drive back yeah. to the house because there's no other way. Yeah. And he's going on foot. And then those damn beavers chop down another tree and chop down Tommy. They they, they <laughs> very precisely yeah. chew through a tree that crushes Tommy yeah. ostensibly what you think to death. Yeah. And Oh, like, yeah, he's dead. Oh, you didn't catch Tem- temporarily the, dead. Later yeah. on, he comes back. Yeah, to, and that got me too. So they must have bit him at some point because. Yeah, I know. Okay, okay. <laughs> God, we're really on a on a same page. Yeah, we're really getting in a rhythm. But this is where that crazy line comes out. So Zoe's driving, and her boyfriend Buck, who's dying in the back seat, leans up into her ear and says, "says um, how does this? I really, I'm really sorry that I didn't." Uh, go down on you or something like that. Oh. Because they said that in the bedroom. Oh, you said I yeah, really yeah. wanted to. And then and then he delivers a line, but it smells so bad down there. <laughs> and, and they just, she doesn't say anything. They just leave that hanging there and, yeah. and kind of cut. And I just, I was like, what? <laughs> I, I, I always clock that too. And it seems like you could have done more with that. I mean, that was him, probably again, an ad lib that they just left yeah. in. It's like his dying, you know, declaration. Yeah. And, and that's the ridiculousness of it. Like, right. I'm sorry I never went down on you. It smells bad. I'm about yeah. to die. And this is the last thing I'm going to say to you. This is the last thing I'm going to leave you with. <laughs> well, you need to spruce up a little bit down there. So now we, again, cut back to the the gang in the house. Yeah. And we're going with the Scooby-Doo thing, the gang. And they decide to start safeguarding the house. 
and boarding up the windows with wood. Yeah. And then you have the line of Sam going, come out to the lake. We'll have a few laughs. Yeah. The Die Hard line. Yep. I circled that as Die Hard. So I have Jaws, Die Hard, and Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> I, yep. I never got, I yep. did not clock but the Scooby-Doo I, thing. I do believe for you, zombie horror film buffs out there, there's definitely more homages in there to like Night of the Living Dead, probably Dawn uh, of the Dead. Yeah. They, they Any other zombie, the yeah. There, I mean, there's a bunch of those, but I'm just not up I, on those. The idea is in those movies, the zombies use their strength or they punch through. This is like you idiot yeah. zombies or beavers eat wood. Yeah, which it, it's well, funny they're trying to, to they're trying to come through the windows, so they try and you know. But then we get then we get the whack a mole game going. That was funny as shit. Yeah. The zombievers are coming up yep. like intermittently. Pop, yeah, through yeah. The thing. Did you ever play that game? Or oh, you have your kids? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's exactly e. what they were doing. <laughs> Home of the weirdest animatronic creations ever. A buddy of mine, he, like, I, I don't know if it was Chuck E. Cheese. I forget the other ones, but they had those animatronic things. Yeah. And he was like afraid they'd possess his soul. He was afraid of them deathly. As a kid. I think one of them was named Joe Bob or something. We had a record album of them. That's a that's creepy shit. Because they'd move like, and yeah. you'd hear the gears Little moving. Caesar Land or something like that. Little Caesars had one down in where There's actually a new movie, uh, and I forget the name of it, Nicolas Cage, where he takes a job as a night cleaner of one of those places, and they the things come alive and start murdering people. Yeah, it's Wally's Wonderland. That's what it's called. <laughs> Wally I cannot, World. I cannot wait to watch it. So we have the the gang in the in the in the cousin shack being attacked, and we get Smith, Buck, and Zoe because Smith comes and saves uh, Zoe and Buck with you know his gun, and yeah. he's got his truck parked there, and Smith gets them back to that neighbor's house. Well, they go back to the house there, and then yeah, they, they they can't, can't get in. Yeah, but yeah, and, but and they then go, they make a run for they make a run for, for the, the neighbor's, neighbor's house. house, right? Yeah, and you see the the guy dead, and you're like, uh oh, okay, yeah. And at this point, see, this is the this is why I like this movie because you know about zombie movies, you get bit, you turn into a zombie, yeah, and with this, all bets are off. What's the <laughs> what's the story about being attacked by a zombiever? Because this guy's not eaten completely. So were you thinking anything at this point? I wasn't surprised, you and know, what when, when it happened. Yeah, because because that's the, the tradition, you know, that when so, you're bit by a zombie, you turn into one, right? And is the same true for zombievers? Right. You don't know. You Unprecedented. Don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen a zombie animal movie. I guess Cujo maybe is a good yeah, example. He of was a rabid. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he wasn't a zombie. Gosh, Stephen King fans, I am so sorry. My wife loves Stephen King. She's gonna divorce me. My- <laughs> she hears this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Shit. Yeah. Edit, edit. Hey, uh, engineer. <laughs> Can you edit so the Cujo part? So they make it to the to the to the neighbor's house, and I love the scene where Smith goes upstairs. You see him open the door to a bedroom. Yeah. And he goes, okay. okay. <laughs> and then he yeah. leaves. Yeah. And then the, out, the outtakes, he says something like, what the fuck? What the fuck is that? <laughs> slams so the door, what yeah. did you think at that point? Um, 
Other than they were both dead? Because he's obviously a prepared guy. Yeah. His reaction to what he saw was okay. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Just Oh, it is. It's funny. Just the way he delivered that line. Once you find out what it was, makes it, I think, even funnier. Because they don't know what zombievers do. Now we go back to the cabin with the gang, and they have secured the space, and and whack a zombiever is done. And Mary is reading (laughs) a book about zombies, or or about about beavers. Yeah, Uh, like an encyclopedia or something a bad thing to do. Right. If you think about it, if you if you need to combat yeah. several zombievers, right. you'd think they'd retain the core characteristics of a beaver, but with the added benefit of being undead and having a taste for flesh. And then and then douchebag, every time she reads something out loud, is crying and criticizing it like yeah. like a little And this know. is when I notice Jen is sitting on the couch and she's got a cut on her leg. That's when you first see it. It's the first time I I saw it. I don't think I saw it. Did you see it earlier? I don't know. I don't remember when I first saw it. And then Jen grabs the book, and she's like, let me see this. And she makes the comment about, they say they like to tunnel, Uh but they like to play practical jokes. Yeah. And then they're also, um, uh, what's the word for couples stay together? Oh, um, they're, um, oh my gosh. You know, like they stay together for life. Yes. And then yes. she says, unlike humans, and then looks over it. Yeah. Because those are the, she's in the room with the right. two that cheated on her right. and them together, her best, you know, her good friend and Monogamous. her boyfriend. Monogamous. <sighs> oh my God. We, we it's work been too a long much, week. people. <laughs> we, we, we really do. You now, could get us to a million views in one year, yeah, and you would Help have us, us. You would have us all to yourself. We'd be sharper. We'd be we sharper. Would, we would be sharp as a samurai sword, if it, and all <laughs> yours for for just one million for one million your, downloads. Your your independent film and weird movie needs. <laughs> and again, now we go back to the neighbor house. And again, were these cuts too fast for you? Because no. they kind of worked for me. Like, oh yeah, the, the movies. Y- plotting along and, and you don't want it to drag you know yeah. i mean it's just it, it's just right although it's short you know you're only about an yeah. hour and 15 for the movie without credits still it, it it works for what it is yeah so now we see zoe and she's got buck's uh foot on ice and she's packing it yeah, in and, and a ziploc yeah. <laughs> and smith's like that ain't gonna work yeah and he says a reason why i forget why well and and it's actually true you're supposed to wrap um like say you cut sever a finger or something. Yeah. You put a towel around the finger and then put it in ice because he okay. says the ice kills the flesh. But I mean, I know that's like a first aid thing. You're supposed to do that. Oh shit! Hey, you guys, guys, guys. <laughs> go ahead and note that down. We're not experts uh, and we're not endorsed by uh, any medical company. We're open to it, but um, I took a first aid course 25 so, years ago. Sweet. You're a badass. <laughs> so Smith says you should throw that foot away. Now we go back to the other house. And again, Just as, throw it away. as I'm thinking about this and I was writing notes, I'm like, we're going back and forth. Mary is laying on the bed. She's taking a yeah, so, sabbatical. So I'm, I'm sorry. I get an image in my, you know, you're, you're dead tired. You know, you've got to get this in before the podcast watches. Your wife is watching it with you. You're furiously taking notes is she into the movie, or is this detracting from her getting into the movie? Um, 
No. Because I'm picturing it in my head, you know? <laughs> no. And she's seen this before, so she oh, was kind of okay. like in and out on yeah. it. Yeah, all right. Um, but she'll help every once in a while. She'll be like, what was that? Or, right. <laughs> Write that or down. Or point something out that I, I didn't catch. So oh. I think we're a pretty good team yeah. doing it. Um, and, and she is also into the spirit of why we're doing this and what we want to share and um, – Sometimes helps with the research. Like she'll send me a little tidbit about something she's found about the movie, which is is super cool. But Mary is is she's tired. She doesn't know where her boyfriend is because they came back and Tommy was not there. So she's laying down, and Jen comes in the room. Yeah, they don't they don't really talk about Tommy. No, not they being do. There. Like like he went off and and he should be back. Like they address like where's Tommy. Well, he went, he went to for help. help. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. And so Jen comes in the room, and it's an interestingly oh shot the bedroom scene. scene. Yeah. It's an yeah interesting, yeah. So Mary's and, oh, and they, they had talked about them making out earlier, before right. earlier. They foreshadowed this. So you're thinking, okay, again, like we talked yeah. about, she, she's a safety she, orgy, she's switching teams under stress. <laughs> you're like, we can do nothing but make out right yeah, now. Yeah. I really hate that guy. I'm gonna go with you. And Jen climbs onto the bed, climbs on top of Mary. If they could have afforded it, afforded it, Lady Gaga should have been playing in the background during this scene. Oh, that's a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you're thinking, okay, and, and yeah. I was like, all right, uh, we're gonna get, uh, we're gonna get the lesbian kiss scene, you know, girls or whatever. Fine, fine, yeah. fine. But that's not what you get. Oh yeah, you get a drooling, <laughs> a lot of drool. So Jen who has been scratched by a zombiever. Yep. The first thing you see is her hands and they bust out yeah. like nails bust out. Oh, but first she takes, I want to call her Velma because of the glasses, right? <laughs> she takes her hands and puts them, puts them behind her over head. back behind her head and, and holds them down. So the whole plan was murder. Yeah. She's like making it like it's going to be a kinky okay, sex here, scene. Here's a question. Do you think when they're about to turn, do they know? Do they have agency over what they're going to do in the minutes before they turn? I'm going to say no because, because of the final the scene in right. the movie. Yeah. So Jen's initial impetus is oh, a makeout. Yeah. And it's unfortunately disrupted by the fact that she turns into uh, right at that moment a full moon. A human. <laughs> what do we call them? Beaver. Human zombiever. She's yeah. She grows the teeth. Her teeth yeah, fall out. Like the close up of when. The big beaver teeth bust out of her yeah. teeth. Gross as shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so the claws come out, the teeth come out, a la werewolf, right? Yeah. And, um, yeah, because she, her, uh, what's her name, Mary? Mary tried to stop her. She's like, you know, we did it yeah. before, I'm but I don't right really <laughs> feel, yeah, I don't really look at you that way. And then, boom, the teeth come out. And, again, the drool, it's perfect. I fucking yeah. love that So scene. much drool. And- you see it in the outtakes. Yeah. It, they she's, laugh. She's and, laughing so hard because yeah. there's so much of it. Yeah. <laughs> and what's interesting is Sam comes in and saves the day. Do you see how quickly Sam hits Jen with a baseball bat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He comes in. He, he couldn't even, even hold a yeah. baseball bat correctly but earlier. He doesn't even assess the situation. He doesn't know what's wrong. He yeah. hits her immediately. So I'm going to say that he... He really wants to be with uh, with Mary. With Mary. Well, yeah, and, and you see that a little bit later. But again, it's you. <laughs> you hear a disruption, and your maybe ex-girlfriend is in a bedroom with her friend, 
and you come in and there's a disruption, do you swing a baseball bat immediately without asking a question? Jen, what's up? Nothing? Just bam. She was attacking her, though. I know. But, you know, maybe grab your hands. Did she have the tail at that point? No, she did not. So he comes in. Because he had her back to him. My point is he comes in. I think he's always wanted a baseball bat on his head. (laughs) He just needed a reason. And now we go back to the other house, the neighbor house. And Smith is, who's obviously an outdoorsman, he says, we need to cauterize Buck's severed leg situation. Yeah, Yeah, they're they're discussing he's not going to make it through the night. Yeah. And they can't go anywhere. he, He could cauterize the stub. Yeah. And she asked him, have you ever done this before? And, and to call him Mr. Smith, we don't know his first name. We just nope, say no Smith. First name. Yeah. I've seen it in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> he puts his big old buck knife in the fire. Yeah, that's a little Rambo situation oh, right yeah. there. And he's about to cauterize the leg. And we have a second zombie. We have human. a second turning. <laughs> his buck turns into a zombie. And, and he's a big one. And, he's 6'3". Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah, 6'3", calls two, him big probably guy. 250 pounds. And the way that Smith is killed, how would you describe it? <laughs> it's spectacular. He's so fucked up. <laughs> so fucked up. He picks him up upside down and just to face, face level and is just eating his face. Meanwhile, poor, uh, poor Zoe's losing her mind. Yeah, that's not great. That's not fun. No, so Zoe... It's really gross. So what I'm thinking is, do beavers have super strength, or do they transmit super strength to you if you turn into a beaver as a human? Well, we... This is hot podcast stuff, you guys. Yeah, yeah. With the girls, you know, Mary was able to get out from under her, so probably not there, but clearly Buck has super strength. He picks strength. this guy up. And this dude's... Perpendicular. Yeah. They're, straight they're, they're up like, and down. They're like stand-up 69ing. Like what's um, happening. Like the first Spider-Man when he comes down and does the right. kiss with Kirsten Dunst. Exactly That's like great that. Analogy. It just well done. Just popped in there. We're not sponsored by Marvel, but we're open to it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but please don't please sue us. Don't sue us. If that's a thing. <laughs> now they go back to the normal house. Again, this is why like cut, as cut, I was, cut. it's a tennis match. Yeah. And Mary and Sam are like they've locked um Jen in the in the room. And Mary's like, is she going to be okay? And Sam says, I don't know, but she's going to be on medication for the rest, rest of her, her life. life. <laughs> oh, God, I laughed out loud on that. that oh, was that's so... awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad that you laughed at this, actually. <laughs> and they're thinking, oh, I mean, what the hell's... Wh- is she alive? Do? I don't know, but she's... <laughs> and then we go back to the other house, and we have Zoe escaping the, the horror of downstairs. She goes yeah. up into the okay bedroom. And you see the body. And, and she doesn't know what's in there. She just runs in and closes yeah. the door. So this was another homage. To me, this was the way they filmed it when her body rises thinking? up in the bed. I thought that was the exorcist. I thought exorcist too. So that, okay. Then I, we're going exactly. with it. Yeah. yeah. It looked just like that. You know, the, the way she. She's dead on the bed. You see yeah, the name of the And then it the just folds right up like, like almost like right up out of a coffin. And then turns her head and looks. I thought, oh, I think, think Linda Blair did that. Do you think that there is help for that actress? They, do you think she has maybe the holding, core strength to be like, Brr. Well, if you hold your feet down, it's a lot easier a to grip? do the sit-up. Is so there they, a grip like with a hole in the bed like pushing her up? Well, I mean, if she had her feet held or if her feet were like under the end of the 
the bed, then you, it's a lot easier to do that sit up without. Yeah. Um, but it could have just been a body double, you know, that somebody younger that just you know could do the sit ups a lot easier. And the neighbor woman has now turned into a zombiever yeah. human. Yeah, zombie she's zombie. got the teeth. And Zoe, I think, true to her character. Yeah, she's a badass. Jumps right out the window. Second story, Superman style. What would you do? Because I know you have fight training. So would you, <laughs> like, you you just saw, you just saw your boyfriend lift a man perpendicular to his face and eat yeah. his face off. Would you? It's fight or flight, yeah. right? So would you have assessed the situation and said this is maybe a frail old lady who has beaver zombie strength? Would you have I'm, fought or would you have? I'm gonna I'm gonna liken it to a building on fire, and there's no thought other than that flame is so hot that's coming toward you. You just turn and dive. But would you have? It's run just an down, automatic would you have run reaction. Down the stairs instead of jumped out the window because jumping out the window. Yeah. Is a, was the door blocked? I don't know. No, no, it wasn't. She okay. just ran upstairs. So would you run downstairs no, and I mean, face what's down there, or would you have jumped out the window? I think she did the... I'm with her. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what I would have done. And we go back to the other house, and you see... <laughs> see, I, I, Hopefully this is not just agonizing to listen to. They're in the bathroom. You... Go to the other house. Jen is locked in the room, and now she has this tail. And she's slap. That's the most impactful scene in this movie. And she's slapping this really? tail. She's a human with a beaver, full beaver tail. And she yeah. slaps, slap, slap. And that's what I'm like. That's how they communicate. And again, I didn't research oh, beavers for this. I got, what the fuck is going on with this tail? No, I think that's how they communicate. So she's calling other beavers to her rescue. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. <laughs> This is cutting edge it's a, podcasting here. It's a here. fucked up scene. You're, I, I was just like just going, the way it what looks, the? F-? Yeah, because like, it was they point, gave her a tail. It was pointless. The director was clearly having her do that because they held on her yeah. for a minute. I like that you came up with a reason. Yeah, because I was like, what, what the fuck is this about? With the one on the counter, the reanimated one that was cut in half. Yeah, it's slapping its tail. I like how your mind works. And not like in a death throw because it's not going to die. Yeah, it's like help me, help me, help me. It's like well, alligators, like do those shutter shakes, you know, vibrational stuff in the water when they're doing their their mating thing. I yeah. saw on the Discovery Channel, so I'll bet you it's the same thing. Look at this cutting edge. Yeah. You, you are on it. <laughs> so now we have Mary and Sam. You and, are on the beaver tail. And there I am. I, I'm, I'm beaver proficient at this point in time. <laughs> so Mary and Sam are in the bathroom, the original bathroom of the first attack, and they're realizing that if you get like a, like a zombie, and again, nobody says zombie or zombiever, but if you get cut or bit, you will be turned. So they need to examine each other, so they strip. Yeah. Yeah, Velma. I shouldn't call her that. Mary. That's probably they, a trademark thing. This is another lawsuit for us. No, it's just a name. By the time all these things are released, we're going to have like nine lawsuits. Da-da-da-da-da. Don't do that. No, 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 no. Too far? If it's more than too, 20 seconds, we got to pay. <laughs> Even if you hum it, I so, really feel like I got some work to do now. They're they're. <laughs> God, you're dancing around disaster. <laughs> so they get naked. They're checking each other for scars, you know, a la Lethal Weapon Three, the scene where they're you know comparing scars, and they decide to go at it. 
Yeah. Again, another, and I've never been. Well, and he just touches her side where there's a bruise and says, what's this? What's, and then bam, this? they're at it like rabbits. And I've never been in a, a like a threatening situation, like being like. <laughs> where zombie, zombie beavers are outside the door. <laughs> but I wonder if it does something to your libido and it's like a safety mechanism. Well, I will say being in the woods, the cabins in the woods, being up north, that kind of thing, that that has an effect. But if a zombie or attack happened in a metropolitan but if, but, area, you wouldn't want to But fight. I suppose that the heightened state of fight or flight is definitely going to compound that. Or So that's that's to Buck's like, we're all going to die. Let's do a safety orgy. Yeah. But so they decide to start to go at it. And... Um, Nothing like sweet revenge, right? Wow. Nothing this, like this is the best revenge scene? scene. It was so gross. <laughs> I mean, they really took the time for the Ex- effects on in, this in, one. In your in your eye, in your mind, explain to me what happens. Oh, next. I think my legs went together and I cringed <laughs> and I went, What the fuck? Because it was like they spent some money yeah. in time getting this so Jen to be really gross. Through the wall of the shower and immediately starts chopping on Sam's dick, chopping it, pulling it right I, off. I mean, and just viscera, and and stringy stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's horrifying. And his scream, his blood curdling scream, and then flopping around on the floor like yeah. a like a fish. Yeah. So um, that happens. It's gross. It's so gross. So now we are left with two potential final girls. If you're keeping score of this betting thing. And at this point, Zoe crashes through the house in Smith's truck, so she has survived the fall. Because you don't know if she survived crashing, because they, 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 the last shot of her is still on the ground. Yeah. Which I think is, again, good filmmaking. Yeah, Michael Myers. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he so gone. She crashes through the house in Smith's truck, and Mary hops in. And Which we've seen in a bunch of movies where they crash are, yeah. through and rescue somebody. Yeah, these are our final two survivors, and they are stopped I, ostensibly by the original dam across the, yeah. the does, road. Does Jen have a final end? I'm trying to remember. She does. Yeah, and um, this is when they're going towards this dam, oh, uh, and you have Zombiever Smith, who shoots out the windshield. They're forced and in, crashed into a tree. And they're attacked by the zombie <laughs> but, beaver neighbors. So, have you ever seen a zomb- a, a m- man turned into a zombie after being bitten shoot a gun? Not with that proficiency. Ever shoot a gun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean it might be the first zombie movie tried, but yeah, where a zombie. I mean, he's using the scope. So he's he, doing the whole. And admittedly, he has no eyes because his face is all torn. Yeah. Uh oh, flaw. But again, well, no, I think it's unique. They had him shooting a gun. Yes, correct. Forget that I said flaw. And so everybody's attacking the truck. Buck, the bear. Did you notice the zombie beaver bear? Yeah, he's just roaring in the moonlight. Yeah. And so everybody um, attacks the truck, but they find a way to escape. The windshield is blown out. And then Jen is on the roof. She's the one who snuck on top of the roof. Yeah, the, you think they're getting away, right? They're just yeah. driving along, mm-hmm. and then she just plops down in front of the windshield with her reaches scary in, scary face, and they do the classic hit the brakes. She yep. falls off, and they slowly run over her. Zoe, the Zoe, the badass, yep. the one that dove out the window. 
I never liked that bitch anyway, as she's slowly crushing just, her head. Just rolls right over <laughs> her. Oh, no. This is the, So now is when they, they confront the the road blockage. Yeah, and then they have to get out and start yeah. walking. And it's it's dawn, so it's light. Yep, it's starting to... Yep, so it's the second end of the second night. And this is when they either get out of the truck and that's this is when you see Tommy and he's alive and he's flopping around with the, the with the like reflective eyes. Yeah. So at some point Tommy was crushed, he didn't die. The zombieavers bit him, turned him into a zombieaver. But he's helpless because he's under a tree. Well, you're imp- superimposing that because nothing, nothing's shown. The only thing that's shown is that he's crushed by a tree. Oh, I see the reflective. Uh, I, you well, see yeah, the reflective he's a zombie. He's flapping around like he's, yeah, and yeah, I saw the eyes too, the, but we don't know, you know, how he got bit, when he got bit. How he could have survived, um, which is, again, another tragic little bit. I wish they would have lingered on that a little mm-hmm. longer. Yeah, I think the whole or purpose of that was- She's blocking her from seeing her boyfriend, you know, dead under the tree. Yeah. You know, she's like kind of look, you know, walk this way or, you know, she's blocking her from seeing him. So this is when Mary pulls a gun on Zoe, which was in the glove compartment. Yeah. And she suspects because because Zoe is bloody as hell. Yeah. From diving out the window and running through the woods. Yeah. And that's what she explained. She's like, I drove out a fucking window. Yeah. You have to wait until I turn or it will be murder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was that her was, line to like try scene. and save her life. Yeah. That was a good, yeah. that's a good line. And then out of the blue, yeah. old beaver teeth pop out of the girl with the gun. Another zombie with a gun now. Yeah. Mary turns into a zombie beaver human zombie. Yeah. While what? she's holding a gun so, on her friend. I don't know. When did she get, what happened? I, I didn't see anything happen to her. Oh, let me think. Was it um and again, I don't care. I love this. I was love it this in the ending. bathroom? I don't think so. Because that was all that about was her biting his member off. Sorry. Yeah. But either way, I don't care at this point. I you know, we're an hour and fifteen minutes in. She's and had I'm enough happy. interaction with beavers. She yeah. could have she could have got bitter cut. And she turns and Zoe takes the axe that she had that she got earlier from Smith's truck. Mm-hmm. And obliterates her friend. While she's in the process of turning, yeah. turning, she's shuddering. The gun hands her down by her side. Without hesitation, yeah. axe to the head. And at that point, you know, because I talked about Sam having no pause when he busted into the room and bashed his girlfriend's head in. Yeah. At that point, Zoe would have had no reason to pause either. Right. You've seen so much horrible shit. You're like, all right, I'm going to axe you, and I'm going to walk out of this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Using the axe as a cane, she just starts and slowly she, limping down the she, road. Yeah, I mean, yeah she can hardly walk. And so you're – so this is the – this is <laughs> – And they they cue the music. They cue the ending music, you know? You yeah. think, it, you know, like, like Friday the 13th, you know, when you think it's over – yeah. So that's kind of a slightly an homage, you know, before the hand comes out of the yeah. the water there. She's walking down the road. The the happy music comes on. And uh, she sees a vehicle coming towards her. So she gets a big smile on her face. I am saved. Starts waving down the vehicle. Cut to <laughs> the interior of the cab of our same two guys from the very beginning uh-huh. that started the whole thing. Uh-huh. They're going to finish the whole thing off. 
Bill Burr is on his phone. <laughs> Same scene. He's texting. Yeah, you see that girl up there? Yeah, yeah. that looking. <laughs> I don't think you do. I trust you. Yep. And poor Zoe is hit by the medical waste truck. With, with wonderful sound effects. <laughs> Just obliterated. So, well, they, um, did you like this? Yeah, it was fun. You did? It oh. was fun. I, I mean, thought it's, we it's may your, have... It's your gig. You know, I mean, this is what... I know. But, but you, I'll, you... I, I do watch these. Like, remember the time I texted you and I found this crazy-ass title? It was called Bigfoot Girl. Yeah. And it had such a crazy tagline or explanation. And the cover yeah. was a girl laying prone in the woods and Bigfoot like hovering over her like he's going to dominate her or whatever. And I'm like, all right, this looks so ridiculous, I have to watch it. And unfortunately, folks, this one will never make my cut to the my choices. <laughs> I know, to I know you're good podcast. like that, but um, you don't have to be nice to me. It's all right. We we can we can differ. I, I had fun. I love independent you, I'm film. I'm glad you did. So a couple of notes. So the Backstreet Boys are given a cast credit for playing the zombie beaver bear. What? It's unclear if it was all of them or just a few of them, but the Backstreet Boys have an official credit on this movie for playing the zombie beaver bear. So they were in a bear suit? Apparently so. Because that first one, one was a real bear. One or more of them. The zombie beaver bear. The one later. Oh, oh yeah, you did say it. Sorry. Um, Fred Tedeschiori is credited for zombie beaver sounds. So there you go. Oh, He's the yeah, one. The, the screaming mountain lion. He has 817 credits on IMDb. So he's doing that with his voice? Voice work, yeah. Shit. I know. That's 817 crazy. 817 credits. Animation, voice work, unbelievable. He must have scars and or, or yeah. polyps on his <laughs> Um There are vocal 12 cords. credited producers on this film. 12. That's a pretty high number. Um, and... If you want to watch the movie and check this out, so you watched a couple of interviews, I'm guessing. Yeah. Do, do you know the British guy who interviewed Bill Burr and, and, and John Mayer, Stephen Merchant? No, but I saw that interview. So Stephen Merchant is an amazing actor. He is probably best known. He played uh, Caliban in Logan. Um, he's in a movie that I love that everybody hates called Movie 43. Did you ever see Movie 43? No. The vignette movie. Uh, he directed a movie called Fighting With My Family, which is about wrestling, and is fucking oh, yeah. rad. He directed yeah. that. Yeah, and I, he, that was a good movie. He's taller than The Rock. There's a picture of him next to The Rock. This dude <laughs> is tall. So I don't know how Stephen Merchant got involved, because there's an interview with the director as well. Yeah. Um, but Stephen Merchant did a, b- a bunch of interviews with with people involved in this movie. Oh, nice really work. This is gold. Um and again, watch uh, friend to friend. Watch fighting with my family. It is. I did. Oh, you did. I did. And I um, talked to my son about it too because I was like, "Is this a true story about that girl?" And he's like, "Yes, Dad." Yeah. Because he's my son is totally into wrestling, is and it? he's been to WrestleMania, and yeah, he okay, loves it. Watch movie forty three. Man, our friendship. I don't know, <laughs> but I think it's worth it. Again, I've mentioned. If we could get through Monty Doro, <laughs> I've mentioned so many movies tonight. That everybody hates that I love. Yeah. And this is a theme to this thing. But movie 43 is a series of vignettes. Yeah. And it's got the most famous people in it. I think it's funny as shit. Yeah. I don't know why so many people, like Hugh Jackman, Gerard Butler, Halle Berry. Holy shit. Um, Kate Blanchett. Oh, jeez. So if that's not enough. 
yeah, Dennis Quaid. You got to watch just for that. Yeah. But that's um, that's the great thing about Liv Schreiber, Naomi Watts. There, there's a. They're there's all a, in that. Oh yeah, and again, they're short little pieces. And there's one with Lev Schreiber and Naomi Watts where they're homeschooling their son, but they're trying to give him all of the like characteristics of high school. So like Lev Schreiber, as the son's walking down with his books, he slaps him out of his, his hand. And is like, "Fuck you, nerd." <laughs> Got to get the full experience. Oh God, it's it's funny as hell. All right, so um, we're gonna end with with reviews, and I have two of each. Now going into this, looking at reviews, I knew it would be easy to find bad ones, but it, it wasn't as much. Um, I will say, amongst the bad reviews, people are saying watch Tucker and Dale vs. Evil instead. So they're comparing. This is a horror comedy to the benchmark to the masterpiece of them all. Tucker and Dale versus which <laughs> if you could see is. the look on Ryan's face right now, his his look of awe, his Tucker and Dale, you uh, know, he he's bowing to the master. It is unbelievable. <laughs> so we're gonna start with the bad ones. This is a one out of ten, and it's titled "Made Me Mad." <laughs> Lost our respect for this movie when they threw the dog in the lake to be killed. Why is it the dog always gets people? <laughs> I know. I mean, you know how many people turned <laughs> off John of the, Wick? That's the end of the review, by the way. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were fucking with me. I'll, write, I'll read it again. <laughs> Lost our respect for this movie when they threw the dog in the lake to be killed. Yeah. Probably remotes went through the TV screen. <laughs> um, another one out of ten. This is the definition of nonsense. <laughs> Absolute garbage. Horrible plot. Please don't even recommend this movie to your enemy. Yeah. Well, the title didn't give this guy a clue. That's the end of the review. Yeah. Zombievers is is, what is I a took serious away, Shakespearean. What I took away <laughs> is this guy has enemies. Like, who, ha- who has enemies? Oh. Don't recommend this to your enemy? Like, if I had to say I recommend this to my enemy, I don't know. Do you have an enemy? Like, would you not recommend this movie to an enemy in your life? It, yeah, it, it's so bad that he he doesn't even want his enemy. What the to fuck watch is it? this person doing wrong? All right, now we're gonna go for some uh, ten out of ten reviews. These are IMDb reviews, and we start with this one. It's titled "We're Looking for Beavers." Well, aren't we all? <laughs> okay, so this comedy picture takes you to the next level of bad movie decision. The story is so good. It should win an Oscar for originality. Bunch of young people going to a cabin in the forest. Again? What could go wrong this time? Well, why not explore those beavers with their big tooth and turn them to zombie? Just because. So if you are up to some bad production and making fun of it, this is it. I can't understand how far are we going to go to produce shit like this. Zombie beavers? I mean, really? Yes, this is going to blow your mind. You're going to get stunned by what drugs, I don't know really which kind they use, can do to some producers with just so much money to spend. I give it then star just because this should win every competitions. Just for everyone to remember the zombie beaver forever. Do the wise choice and just respect your time. Okay. I that deserve was a an bad Oscar. review, wasn't it? I deserve an Oscar for getting through that. I read it as it was. Yep. With, Competitions. Look, 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 all the all the quotes. You see this? Yeah. See that? That's a lot, Ryan. What I did was magic. Yes. 
And you even have our logo at the end of the sheet, bottom of the sheet there. <laughs> Do the wise choice and just respect your time. All right. Um, and the, <laughs> the last. But he that was a ten out of ten. Yeah, I it know. It sounded like a bad review. It, it turned like it turned into a bad review, but really, just for everyone to remember the zombie beaver forever. Ah, remember it forever. Yeah, because it ate the dog. Will you? It ate the dog. All right, the last review. Here we go. <laughs> it's titled "Better Than Star Wars." Ooh. Ooh, that'll make you perk up. Best film I've seen in a while. Spooky, funny, and made cry. Made cry. The end. There you go. Wow. It made cry. It made. (laughs) So that is uh, our rundown, our overview of Zombievers. (laughs) Pretty detailed overview, huh? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, and and maybe you know what what I think, I hope happens, is that people listen to this podcast and and people who are involved in films of this podcast, uh, hear this, and we're given this. This has been an unprecedented level of analysis of our film, <laughs> and we enjoyed it. Yeah, and we'd love to hear from anybody involved in in these movies. Uh, a little independent podcast at gmail dot com is our email address um but we don't you know we don't do this to make fun of movies sometimes we'll do silly movies and we'll have some fun with it but uh it would be really cool to have a filmmaker or somebody involved be like yeah hey thanks for breaking down our movie and in the end it's a celebration of independent film yeah and we reference so many other movies just sitting here talking about movies that you know when somebody's looking you know what am i going to watch next you know you're you're not getting just what we talked about. We're here you know, for the movie. Yeah. We we reference a lot. So of you movies. don't have to scroll so much. We do the treasure hunting, so you don't have to. That's right. Well, Todd, <laughs> thank you for watching Zombievers, and thank you for. Uh, yeah, I got to come up with one to put, put you through now. I'm ready. Yeah, you're always look at that grin. I'm ready. I, I already I already have it. Good. Have it. We're going back to the woods, Ryan. Next week, <laughs> we're going back. We're going deep in the woods, deep of the woods of Kentucky. Get ready, folks. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, Her hey. car breaks down and trouble oh. ensues. Oh, all right. Well, stay tuned to the next one. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Any emails, any uh, 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 thoughts you have as constructive as possible, please send them to us at a little independent podcast at gmail.com. And hey, Todd. Yes, Ryan. We'll always have. Monty Doro. Who are those guys? Who are those guys? You'll love it. It's just a little in Love it. It's just a little independent. You'll love it. It's just a little independent. You're going to love it. It's just a little independent. Like I'm introducing a movie to you. Like you're about to. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right, so yeah, like, yeah. Just a little independent. <laughs>